When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On 5.58 AM, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season, Harry and the boys are going for gold. From White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your London football fan shows. Tonight we talk all things Spurs until 9 o'clock tonight. Uh, joining me on a solo mission so far because his, uh, his partner's... Well, I don't know where he is. Partner in crime, Lee McQueen. He's on his way. That's what you think. I've been told he's on his way. He's probably in a bar somewhere. <laughs> I'd imagine uh, Lee McQueen on his way but I'm delighted to welcome Ricky Sachs onto the show Ricky uh, another three points yeah I mean performance wasn't great no points over performance the though. atmosphere wasn't great the rain wasn't great I mean the top deck of the ground was empty uh, We everyone's seen that clip of Pochettino asking pointing and asking <laughs> but we must we, can we just remind listeners on that I'm sure fans out there already know that the ground itself we was restricted to how much we could have in there uh, Brink of, of fans yeah Brink Council so again we were restricted to how many fans we could have in there but yeah wasn't the greatest of turnouts but the most important thing was the result and we got the result fair play yeah I mean that's the most important thing I know everyone is I think some Spurs fans are disappointed by the performance and I completely understand that you're playing Cardiff who are what bottom of the league 19th in the Premier League at the moment with a manager there who's a dinosaur I'm sure we'll come to Neil Warnock bless him and his thoughts on that sending off uh, again for me personally I'm all about K 
Kerrin have getting these results because you look at the players that we've had out. You mentioned it before we went onto the show. You know, Deli Ali, Christian Eriksen, you know, Jan Vertonghen. These are key players to this Tottenham team. Key key players. We were missing four players that would argue be in the first team. So. It's very hard for me to sit here and, as I said on our podcast, batter the players out there because, as we know, there's four players that would walk into that team and automatically become a first choice. Deli Ali, of course, we're missing from their side as well. So, for me at the moment, when you look at the table and where we're at and our points return, that Watford, I'm telling you, I can't, Aaron, I can't get that Watford game out of my head because we won that. We'd be sitting top. Yeah, I know. And the worst thing is, is the way Watford are playing right now as well. Yeah. You'd be looking at it going, oh, God, we should have beaten them. We should have beaten them. Um, talk to us about the game. Talk to us about the lineup first and foremost. You know how uh, Pochettino set it up. Because as you mentioned, that there's been serious, serious, uh, you know, problems in terms of squad size. I've seen plenty of, you know, social media has gone a bit nuts in terms of Spurs this week. But uh, Larice was the goalkeeper. as a battle on the trip here. Davinson Sanchez, Alderweire, Eldon Rose. Sissoko wing and Dara in the midfield with Son, Lucas, Moore and Kane. One thing you said to me, Son Heung-min, how many games without a goal now? Hey, 14 games, 14, 15 games without a goal for Heung-min Son. And, you know, let's not forget, he was away in the summer with the Asian Games. It was a big thing for him to go and get that gold medal. But it seems that Spurs are the ones suffering now because the guy is playing through, you maybe argue, the fatigue barrier. And, yeah, for Son, at the moment, doesn't seem to be coming off for him. But... This is typical Hummin Son. He goes through periods, Aaron, where he's great during the season and he goes through low spells. So I think we have to stick with him. We know he's a great player and I'm sure, I'm sure Sonny will still be amongst the goal-scoring charts come the end of the season. Um... Lamella came on, Wanyama came on, Davis came on, no Yorente introduced again. <laughs> um, his comments were quite interesting this week about wanting to potentially move on yeah. I mean I think he's maybe feeling himself with a bit of regret that he didn't maybe look at the opportunity to move during the summer but again it's a domino effect for Tottenham because if Lorente wanted to move on Spurs would then maybe have had to go and get another striker so it doesn't mean just because you want a way you can leave the club and Spurs are just going to sanction that because then we're left in a position where we've got to fill the void of a striker and some may argue the way he's played for Tottenham would you even call him a striker I mean that's a fair argument but at the same time it's a player he that hasn't played though he, there's games that he's coming for and he just hasn't been good enough, Aaron. You know, as we've discussed on this show, Spurs, to show real ambition, would be to go and get a player that could really challenge Harry Kane. And Lorente's never going to do that. You know, Lorente was brought in as a cheap option to play in the games where you may want to rest Kane, the likes of, you know, the League Cup games, um, FA Cup matches there's certain games where you could maybe rest Kane. But at the same time, I just think, looking at it now... It may be a situation where Spurs might have to address in January. I read a funny story today that Real Madrid are looking at veteran strikers and Lorente could be on the shortlist. Veter- Why are they looking at veteran strikers? I don't know. I don't know. Looking for a cheap option. Could you imagine after all this, it, you know, you say which strikers most likely to get a move to Real Madrid? Everyone would probably say Harry Kane, non-Tottenham fans, that is. We know Kane, you know, loves the club. And to end up with Lorente, that would, <laughs> that would make me laugh, to be honest. Should Spurs fans be disappointed with that performance? Oh, I can understand disappointment because you'd argue at the moment we're not playing anywhere near to our maximum. I think even if I'm being really, really critical of the team overall this season, you say to me, where have Tottenham played their best you know, best game? Or it, I would have to say Man United, you're, you're my baron. I would say away from home that second half was yeah. the best Tottenham have played. And apart from that, really, nothing's come close to that second half performance away to Man United. But just to flip on that, is that a positive thing that we're yet to see the best on this Tottenham side, yet to get out of first gear 
and who knows where we're going to go on to and look where we are we're still amongst the top yeah but people are still looking at you people are still looking at Spurs going well they're not hitting their best they're not playing like the Spurs of last season some people I think do, do you think this is a bit of a hype around Spurs do you think people are trying to create a bit of a crisis just to sell papers Almost oh, certainly, because with Tottenham, as we know, we're always something away from a drama in the summer. It's because we had no signings, and again, I don't want to go back over that again. I've, I've made my case very clear on what I thought should have happened during the summer, but now it's all about supporting the current players that we've got. Yes, as I've said, you know, we are at the moment, Aaron, we are so struck down by injury. We really, really are. It's a case of Holby City at the moment in that training ground. We're trying to rule players out. We don't know if players are going to come in and come back. We've got Mora and Winks now called up to international duty. I'm absolutely terrified because these players are being called up. Are we going to see them again? I think the international break has come at a really good time for Tottenham and I hate the international break, but I really do believe that it's come at a good time for the club where hopefully over these next week or so we can try and heal some of these players. As we know, Vertonghen is more of a long-term situation I think we're looking at between five to six weeks for him but the likes of Delhi, who we need to get back in his side Dembele who we need and Ericsson who we found out this week that he has got an injury which if it's not allowed to heal fully could become chronic now I know his agent has dismissed that today as being rubbish but at the same time obviously there's clearly something there that we need to be very very careful with when it comes to managing Christian Eriksen who's a key player to this Tottenham team he's the guy that all the creativity flows through him uh, it does. I've never heard someone call uh, a, a dressing room Holby City or a football club Holby City. I've never, <laughs> never ever heard that in my life. First of everything, though. Um, but yeah, we're going to take a short pause. Hopefully, Lee McQueen's going to be joining us uh, after 10 past 7. We're also going to be hearing from Marussia Pochettino next on Love Sport. Giving your team the coverage they deserve. Love Sport Radio. expect a lot from us but they don't see the circumstance that we are working but I need to accept that and that is my fifth season here in Tottenham and trying to down here and looking forward working hard trying to give our best. I actually thought the mic was live but it wasn't. Five seasons at Spurs support I can't actually believe that and it feels like two or three doesn't it? We should get to call of a Wardley. We've managed to look after someone for longer than three or four years. It's amazing, isn't it? Evening, everybody. Evening, listeners. How are we? Do you know what? We're, we're just, we're just. I don't know. It's international break. I think we're getting a bit of. Like, mm. Is it because of the, the game at the weekend? Mm. Lee, what do you make of the performance at the weekend? Well, the old Cardiff game. The old Cardiff um, game. I think it's three points. Obviously, I think it's a win. I think it puts us in equally the um, uh, uh, the largest points total we've had in Premier League history. Um, I think that when you put everything into perspective, into, look, the game was a bit of a bit of a dog, wasn't it? Dire performance. Dire. Yeah. It was a bit of a dog game, but ultimately it was, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was good in terms of getting the three points. Yeah, main thing that you get the points rather than mess around and 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 sort of you know try and play football. I mean, we've seen teams do that. They've tried to play football before. They've tried to, you know. Um, go for style over 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 the result and sometimes just not be able to break a team down you guys managed to get the the, the three points happy 
Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of, in terms of the performance, I think um, look on another day we probably could have scored four or five, maybe five or six. Um, but they did give away some chances, and I think uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about and, and speak about kind of throughout the show today was confidence. Um, I think we talked about it last week, and there, there is there is a seems to be a lack of confidence in the Spurs team or the way that we're playing. Having said all of that, when you look at the way we've started previous seasons on Poch, just talking in the break there, and, and as we come back on here about. Uh, Pochettino is fifth season in charge typically we do start slow would you not we say Rick yeah, yeah I mean, no, we, we, do. Do, we do we do and we find our slow. feet around this time don't we yeah and, and typically I mean I think last year December 16th we'd gone unbeaten until Man City, we played Man City in December 16th last season and then we got beaten and then we went on an epic run um, and again I think that we've got the ability to go on big runs and I think that's what is needed we have got a big um, set of fixtures coming up that's going to be pretty challenging but to take the amount of points that we've taken out of the games that we've had I mean you've, you, you might have already said it so for, forgive me for the, for the uh, London traffic tonight but um, if we'd have beaten Watford we'd have been top that's of the league said, yeah but keep it that's incredible isn't it when you look at it now and I know many are critical of the performance at the weekend and I acknowledge that it wasn't the most free flowing fluid performance you've got to give maybe Cardiff some credit for that who in the second half I mean, they gave it a go to be fair to them, but it's just the sending off. I know we're going to talk about that. That in that game still kind of niggles me. The fact that Cardiff have actually got the 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 gumption to try and want to appeal that. I mean, there's no way at all in the world you can sit there and tell me that's you know that the player should be remaining on the pitch on the back of that tackle. <laughs> no, not at all. And I think if you look at when 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 teams play well and they talk about kind of grinding out results and all that sort of stuff. Win ugly, Lee. Yeah, we're, Dwayne you know, Jesus know, said we of, didn't win ugly. I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, all of it, you can throw all them cliches, all them things that are against it. You know, the reality, reality is that the league table, don't lie, we're fifth. But we're two points off the top. And, uh, and for me, I think that's ma- majorly encouraging. We're, no, 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 no. Go on, go on, crack on. I've got, I've got a follow-up question to this, but I want to, I need to carry on. Yeah, no, I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, it, do, it doesn't lie. And the fact is that, you know, 18 points out of the first eight games, that puts us on a 2.2, I haven't worked this out, by the way, that's at all. I've not worked this out. But it's about 2.25 points per game. If that carries on throughout the rest of the season, we will get 86.5 points by the end of the year. Now, there's lots of ifs and buts, lots of games to play, this, that, and the other. But the, but again, just going back to our record season, guess how many points we got, Rick, in our record season? 86 points. Yeah, yeah, Amazing. Yeah. I'll give you another stat. I'm not Mr. Stato tonight, aren't I? Out of the amount of Premier Leagues that have started since 1992... I know exactly what's coming next. 11 times the title has been won with 86 points or less. Mm. That is incredible. Four times on top of that is 87 points. And then the rest are like kind of some, some biggies in there. You've got your 100 points. United. So what we're saying is get the trophy parade ready for the new stadium. I'm not, I'm not saying getting the trophy parade ready. I say, I'm just putting it into perspective. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we read, a lot of stuff that we hear, a lot of stuff that we watch that is all about Liverpool this and City of that and United. And, and, and actually... Tottenham don't have the right, no no football club does, but Tottenham don't have the right to be anywhere near what we've been achieving. And I suppose some of the fans out there, some of our, our, our f- phenomenal fans, will say, that's why we missed a trick in the summer. That's why we should have signed someone. And I know, you know, I'm a little bit like, I'm not saying for one minute we shouldn't have signed anybody. Yep. But it's that quality that we, sh- mm. we, that we needed to sign that we couldn't. 
and and that and the reality of our club is that we still can't go and spend wages and a transfer fee and attract a Gareth Bale back or a, a Kylian Mbappe or and that's the type of player that we actually needed to yep. take us to that next level and that's why we and that's why we get a bit frustrated but when but sorry Aaron, but when you, but when you look at the overall picture and you put it into perspective we're doing actually really well you're doing okay has the league become more difficult for you this year? Because last year, I feel, it was a very, very poor Premier League. Do, do you know, it's a really interesting question, because I'm not a stato, but as I was doing my research before the show tonight, I was looking at the Premier League, and I was looking at the times that people have won. Do you know, Manchester, being a big Manchester United fan, as you are, Anne, do you know one year they won it with 76 points? Can you even believe that? 76 yeah. points? I'm going to get in your top yeah. four nowadays. So, yeah, the league's moved on, and I think that... I, I want to I wanna be on tonight's show talking about moving forward and looking in the future and not looking at the past. But whilst we're kind of just reflecting, you have to look at trends, right? In, in football, in business, whatever, you have to look at trends. To get better, you have to look at what's gone before. And, and ultimately, that's why I brought up before, you know, 86 points, like 11 different times. It has got, to answer your question, it has got more difficult because of the people, uh, the, the, the teams around us. But ultimately, it comes down to one thing, and that's where us as a Spurs fans mm. we are frustrated because it comes down to one thing and that's money every time every day but who, uh, again you know I, I i raise this point every week i raised it last week that daniel levy is the man who, who controls the purse strings there therefore it's ultimately his responsibility as to why spurs haven't pushed on to that next level as we talk about of buying players of recruitment you know you're still looking for the bargains you are still looking for bargains let's be fair you're still looking for those players that oh you know we, we can pick up here for a 19 or 20 million or something like that i don't think that's the problem man i'm sorry to interrupt you. i don't think that's the problem i think the the problem is the wages still. You know, when you look at what we didn't sign, let's look at the negative, shall we? didn't sign anyone. We didn't spend the money. We didn't do this. Let's look at the positive, shall we? We didn't lose any of our biggest players. Every single season, Spurs lose a big-time player, don't they, Rick? Every, you everyone, Walker, ev- everybody, 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 every Carrick, year, every Modric. year, Berbatov, yeah. Keane, Defoe left. Yeah. They all leave, right? This season they didn't, so that's what that's a positive. We've got all of the the, the big players that are essentially uh, uh, looking at different contracts because of our wage bill has actually changed. So we have to look at the positive. Uh, um, Jace and Rick both posted a a, a picture on, on Twitter earlier this week about you know yeah. where was we ten years ago? This this day ten years ago we we're bottom of the league. Bottom of the league ten years ago. That doesn't we mean were. to say, I've, and I agree with Lee, but it doesn't mean to say that we're sitting there and we're, we're happy to accept fourth. That doesn't uh, mean we're happy to accept uh, fourth. Uh, do we? Uh, again, a hundred percent, I agree with that. I'm not happy to accept fourth either. But just put into perspective, when, you, when 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 what we're achieving, we should be not celebrating just finishing fourth. I'm not saying that, listeners, at all. But what I'm saying is, we should be buoyant and celebrating the fact that we've got a record points total right now. Mm. And if we continue to do that, we will probably end up maybe second or third. We are in amongst it. We've got no right. There's only four trophies to win every year. We've got no right to win any of them, especially with our history. But we're in and amongst it, and we're giving ourselves a chance. And that, that chance allows us to, to dream, and that chance allows us to, to, to think that the next thing might happen. Let's enjoy the now, not just wa- rush it away because we want the next big thing, the next big thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, we, we need we to, need get to enjoy the now. Perfect, don't we? I think... If after the international break, if we can get some of these players back, I think that will give us, you know, some real invigoration to the team. Because at the moment, it's it's a Fred Bear squad to some degree. I mean, it's testing us on all levels. It really is. Especially, like I say, I know we discussed back to the lineup quickly at the weekend against Cardiff. You know, 
Danny Rose came back in. I mean, I think the big one, which in midfield always seems to cause some kind of controversy, is that the fact Musa Sissoko starts. And that <laughs> immediately gets uh, an absolute meltdown on Twitter. Even though the bloke didn't have a particularly worse or bad game. I think he played okay, to be honest, Sissoko. But seeing his name on the team sheet just seems to upset some before we even start. And I think, again, with Lamella, we do know that towards the end of that game, obviously in the Champions League against Barcelona, that he was starting to cramp up. And I think we've got to be careful how we manage him, especially with our injury list at the moment. We can't afford to lose Lamella as well. And as I said in the start of the show, you know, Sonny's not exactly firing at the moment either. I think, as we said, 14, 15 games now without a goal. His last goal that he scored was against Bournemouth, Bournemouth. You know, in March. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? So, again, another player there that... We're going to have to try and manage these guys because at the moment they're dropping like flies. But, but, but look at that from the positive side, guys, and, and listeners as well, is that we're sitting uh, arguably joint fourth in the table. Two points right off the top, fifth, yep. fifth in the league. We could have got, scored some more goals. I think that might grate on a few of the listeners it, you know, yeah. on, on the weekend. But we've, we, we are where we are, second international break, 18 points, and we, we're in crisis. And we're having a shocker. And we, we should have signed all these people. And we've got all these injuries. And da but, but we're 18 look points. We are. Look where we like, are, You yeah. can't take that. We've lost two games. This time last year, we hadn't lost a game. But but we had less points. So, you know, I don't know. What what, what else do we, are we expecting here? Do we honestly expect to be in front of Manchester City? Like, uh, let's have a reality check here. Sh- do we expect... Okay, if we, if we don't, if we don't, that's cool. But we're virtually there. It's, it's incredible. We're two points off mm. them. It'll just be a case that over the course of the season, and this is where Aaron, you're all your group on this, where squads come into play, where you need that you know Christmas period, the busy, busy period into January, February. City have got the squad that I think to be able to fight on four four fronts. Whereas at the moment, but obviously they made they've spent you know a quarter of a million pounds, two hundred fifty million pounds, four hundred million pounds, whatever it is mm. on yeah. players. Yeah. You forget how many players that you have, mate. Last year I forgot that LK Gundogan playing for well, Man City. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> what's he doing there? Oh, GGA played for them, didn't he? You've also got to, you've got to factor in that uh, Kevin De Bruyne <laughs> yeah, has yeah. got to come back into their side their side but as well. Obviously, you know recruitment is there's an element of it where you're sitting there going, you know what, yeah fine uh, pff, recruitment is is easy for them because you know that they're, they're you know backed by a country if you like and mm. yeah. all, all money is there but I still think that there needs to be an element of ambition shown by the Spurs board to buy that one marquee well, signing what, we're going to yeah. do a big second half I know in the second half of the show Lee's got a comparison coming up amongst the squads I know he's worked on so I'm really interested to bring that in the second half of the show because I think that's going to be cracking so we're going to break it down and just see where Spurs are at and where the rest of the league is at and how Tottenham can compete yeah we'll take a short pause 7.24 this is Love Sport Radio we'd love to hear from you this evening it's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter I'm sure we've got a couple of tweets and I've seen some somewhere Uh, we will be reading them next 5.58am Love Sport the Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Really neat and tidy on the ball. Um, I thought he'd probably drop into midfield slightly deeper and, and more often than I would have expected. Um, he had a he had a really good chance with a header in in, in the opening couple of minutes of, of, of the first half, which was well saved by Neil Etheridge. 
I wouldn't say he, he looked tired. I wouldn't say he looked leggy. Um, it just wasn't his day in, in front of goal. He's a magnificent player. Um, he's not going to score every game. And, and you could just tell, he just thought it was a good game for him, his, for him to get his goals tally up today, facing a team that was second from bottom and conceded 16 goals. But I just thought at times he just dropped slightly too deep in, into that, that midfield. And then he had, by the time he received the ball, he had too many Cardiff players to be to get a shot on goal. But I, I thought he looked sharp enough. I, I really did. Of course, you and Roberts joined us last week on this show. Top, top friend uh, of the station. Also, I apologise for dropping a beverage down here a few years ago Ooh. on Twitter. Thanks very much that uh, for that. Cup you of tea, and, wasn't it? Was it a tea? A, a tea it was a Tango. tea or a coffee? It was a tea. It was some form of warm beverage. Um, Other fizzy drinks are available at your local stockists. <laughs> it was a warm beverage, not a carbonated beverage. It was a warm beverage. Toby. Do you want to talk Toby? We do talk Toby. We've got to talk about Hugo. We'll talk about both of them because they're in that, involved in that similar incident. We saw... I suppose we'll talk, start with Hugo, really. That will kind of bring it on to Toby. We've got to talk about him again, haven't we, Hugo? Bless him. Second time in a week where... He's rushed out of his goal. Misjudgment, I would say, Lee, on my behalf with Hugo. I don't know what's going on with him at the moment. And you made a great point last week that does his issues off the pitch affect him when he's on it? Yeah. And you'd probably argue at the moment that from a judgment perspective, it's hard to sit here and say it doesn't because, again, he's, he's come out of his goal. This reminds me, Lee, you know when he first came to the league? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listened to the, the, the pod. And yeah, and you when he, you know, he first it. came over yeah. and he had that thing where he just couldn't help but rush out. Yeah, and it's, it's almost like he's gone back to that in the last couple of games. It is really worrying. Do you know sometimes, like we we did talk about this last week actually, and we we talked about kind of you know stuff going on in your personal life, not just the drink driving thing, mm. but you know other stuff that might be going on with him, and maybe he's pressed the reset button, and that reset button in his mind is just to go kind of go back to basics, and his basics was <laughs> charging off his line like yeah. a madman, and that's kind of what he's ended up doing recently. Um, I mean, if it weren't for Toby, obviously, you know, but, um, uh. Brian, talking about Cardiff, go, go and get a, 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 an equaliser. It's game on. Score. Yeah, it's totally game on. So, um, you know, thank, thank you again for Toby for, uh, for for bailing him out. But I think that's what what the, the that, that part that I was talking about earlier, about that confidence thing, is just silly mistakes. There's silly mistakes all over us at the moment, and we just need to eradicate them, start to get some confidence. That That's probably what grated on me the most about the result on the weekend, because it was 1-0, and yeah, mm-hmm. I said, you know, three points, and that's what matters in the end. But we needed to score some goals, get some confidence in the team, play well. I mean, we've played against 10 men since the 58th minute. George doesn't help. It doesn't help we Arsenal. Have buried them it doesn't help that. Arsenal put five past Fulham. Because I'm waiting the, the fan base. If you've got them beaten Cardiff, you know, 5 6 nil. okay, job done, great result, scored a load of goals. And the Arsenal result doesn't look as bad, but they've got and stuck five past Fulham away from home, and we just managed to put only I'm, one past Cardiff. I'm yeah. really sort of playing devil's advocate here because, you know, obviously this is a Tottenham Hotspur show and whatnot. But do you feel that Spurs maybe have missed their window? Because Arsenal are on the rights. Let's be be honest. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a Manchester United fan, and I sit there and I watch it, and I'm like, you know what? Emery's taken them back to basics. Like we talked about basics just there. Mm. He's yeah. taken them back to basics. He stripped away the crap, if you like. I don't know if we can use that word, but hey, <laughs> we've just used it. Um, you know, he stripped it all away. He's got on playing basic football again. Don't get me wrong; the defense still looks a bit shaky. But they've won nine games in a row now. But in those nine, okay, rise. I know. I, oh, yeah. Again, this is not being disrespectful or whatever, but in those nine games, they haven't played anyone of a real, 
you know, great magnitude. They're, they're beating teams that you'd argue they should be beating. And at the moment, when they've come up in the first couple of games against teams that you're questioning, can they do it? They haven't done it. So I'm not going to sit here and start giving Arsenal loads of praise they're playing pretty But I'm not asking about Arsenal. I'm asking about Spurs. Have Spurs missed their window on the years where Arsenal were bleak under, under, under Arsene Wenger? When they were, I mean, let's be fair, they were lurching from one thing to another under Wenger. Did Spurs miss miss their, their their cue to nip in there? No, I think we did nip vote. in there. I think exactly what we did. I mean, if you think about it, twenty years or twenty two years was it? No, twenty years. Yeah. Every single time finished below Arsenal. Twenty years of pain. Twenty years of utter disgracefulness of the Woolwich down the road actually finishing above us. And then that window of opportunity has come up, and we've taken it. And now we've finished above them. What for the last three seasons? Four seasons, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't, have to, I don't you, know. I, don't think, think. I think Leeds right. have, 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 have shortened the gap. We've even gone. If you look at the, the, the squads, you, I'd still think you, okay, Arsenal at the moment are playing well. But if you look at the squads and who's got the most balance in the squads, I still say you maybe just edged to Tottenham's way. Well, it's I a mean, big question. I know it's a we'll, big. We'll, we'll, we'll have a look at squads later. Look, 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 this whole trophy thing, right? It, it's never going to go away until you win a trophy. And I tell you what's going to happen. Let me make a prediction, Mystic Macca. You can call me from now on, right? <laughs> Mystic Macca. I tell you what's going to happen. We win a trophy, right? Maybe. <laughs> no, we'll win a trophy and then everyone will go, yeah, but that trophy's rubbish. It's not the Champions League. That ain't, that ain't yeah, Champions the Champions League. Yeah. Why aren't you going to spend, bought Gareth Bale, you, bought the, you ain't won the Champions League. Let me tell you something about the Champions League, just while you bring it up, Rick. How many years were Arsenal battering us in the league to qualify for the Champions League? How many times? How many, how many years? Well, we know. 20? 20 years. 20 yeah. years, right? 20 years. So, so to qualify for the Champions League, for Arsenal, for example, 20 years, how many times did they win it? haven't exactly mm. they got to one final okay yeah. how many times has man city hang on a minute man city owned by an entire country man <laughs> city by whoever they want man city have the best manager in the world how many times have won the champions league i haven't just yeah. thrown it out there boys oh how many times have been in the final but the, so, the, so the point I'm making is, what on earth are we looking at saying that we are rubbish because we got beaten by Barcelona the other week? Is, is anyone on the same planet as I am? Like, Tottenham Hotspur have been in the in the Champions League three years on the trot, and we think that we can should be should be going to win in it. I don't have a problem with ambition here, boys. By the way, and, and listeners, I don't have a problem with ambition. I'm a realist. I'm optimistic, and I want to see my club. Of course, I want to see him win the Champions League. But do we? Are you serious? That we sh- do we think that we should be winning the Champions League? We should be competing at the top table, which is what we are doing. So let's enjoy what we're doing now. And we're doing it regularly, Ricky. Mm. Totally. Mm. Sorry, that was my rant. To be fair, it isn't about the Champions League for me for Spurs. It's about the Premier League. I think that Spurs should be focusing on the Premier League. Like Jurgen Klopp has come out. We are. We are. 18 points. I'm not talking about just this season. Mm. I'm talking about previous seasons as well, where you've taken teams up to the wire and, 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 and close to the edge. You know, maybe again we look at squad. Depth. There's so many different factors we're supposed yeah, to look yeah. at. You know, but I just think with the league this season, it's got to be the focal point. You can't do a Jurgen Klopp where he's come out and said, "Because let's be fair, they're in the same boat as you." In fact, they've spent more money than, than, well, yeah, than we, you guys. <laughs> they're, they're, they're in the worst, they're in the worst you know, boat than us. They're they're in the, let, let me tell you why they're in the worst boat. Than us. Sorry to interrupt, right? They spent over two hundred million, right? By the way, everybody forgets this. And fair play to Liverpool. I will praise them for once. Fair play to them because they 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 managed to turn this into a positive. But they sold their best player last January. 
their best player they sold. And we get absolutely berated for selling our best player. They sold their best player. They replaced him with a player that brought in 40 goals, though. They replaced it, and that's where I give them credit. They replaced him with the right people, but they've still gone and spent over 200 million quid. They still have finished, out of nine last nine seasons, eight times they finished below Tottenham Hotspur. Eight times out of the last nine seasons. Yet everyone's saying that they're amazing. They spent 67 million quid on a goalkeeper that scores own goals. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> I love this. I get show. your point now. You know, I, I understand show. that you hear what you're saying about the Premier League. It is a main focus for Tottenham. Yeah, I'll tell you what, we're going to go for a quick pause now. Um, we'd love to hear from you on it at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. 0208 Don't forget the night lines are open for you to have your say tonight. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. We're talking all things Spurs this evening until nine o'clock. This is Love Sport Radio. My name's Aaron Paul, joined uh, by Ricky Sachs and the man over there. It's uh, Mr. Lee McQueen, who's off to a stag do in Hamburg this weekend. So we must say a good guten tag to you. Guten tag, guten tag. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a guten tag on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. Um, Let's talk about Harry Winks. This is a man who, a few weeks ago, we were talking about could lead England's midfield. Mm. Um, what do you make of him? Well, I think third consecutive start now in the league for Harry. And delighted to see him back in the Spurs shirt and playing pretty well. You know, he's been called up for England as well, which I think, as a Tottenham fan, I'm absolutely dreading it. We could do without that. I think we, we, had really enough, could, we, we? we had enough players being called up at the moment. Now we've got to terrify ourselves if we're even going to see him back in a Tottenham shirt again. But I think the question is, the main one, which I think me and Lee want to cover with you, Aaron, is can he be a regular for both club and country. Now, we saw him in the Champions League against Barcelona. Yep. Again, at a good second half. Wasn't great in the first half, but we have to maybe wind ourselves back 12 months ago to remember how good he was against Real Madrid in both of the games against them. And he showed that he has got the ability to compete on the top stage against the big teams. And it's now just a case for me with Winksy. If we can keep him fit and he's consistent in his game, that he could be a real, real top player for Spurs in years to come. I think I think what you've hit the nail on the head there in terms of of, of ability, he's got the attributes, he's got kind of everything that you want to to see but it's a potential steal mm. uh, we talked a couple of weeks back on the show about you know do, do we think we Harry could take us to another level look we're biased right because at the end of the day he's one of our own yeah. and you know that is phenomenal to have two Harrys being <laughs> one of our own is, is, is absolutely fantastic I mean when you look at the likes of Neville Bentaleb when you look at the likes of Tom Huddleston when you look at the likes of Ryan Mason for example all, all quite similar players that have yep. been at the club in that sort of young uh, uh, English channel Talented. I know Bentaleb isn't, but you know, he come through the academy and that sort of stuff. None of them really made the grade. And is 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 Harry Winks going to be able to do that? I think he's got the potential to be able to do that. I think he's not kind of a young. And that sounds ridiculous for me to mm. be saying this, considering my age now. But he's not he's not a young player anymore because you know young players are like Phil Foden's who are eighteen and and you know nineteen years old and and he's twenty two. So, so what does potential then have to become? As in, he has to start delivering for, now. Yeah, for, for, well, for me, like, personally, it is just literally giving him game time after his injury. I actually do believe that if he hadn't have got injured, and it is a quite a nasty industry, mm. it's kept, uh, injury, sorry, that's kept him out uh, with the whole ankle and all that sort of stuff. I think if he can manage that now and get back to where he was, like you said before, I mean, he ran the game against Real Madrid, mm. but it's flashes. You know what I mean? It's like, he done well. 65 minutes of Barcelona, you weren't very good. 
And then, and then he got a bit. Con- in fact, when Eric Dyer come on, which is why I made the point last week to, um, when Jamie was with us, and I, and I thought that he would start Dyer and Winks in midfield against Cardiff because they they work quite well. Maybe that's what Gareth Southgate's thinking in England yep. to actually pl- play them two together. Would you agree that it's always going to be hard following someone out of the academy like Harry Kane? You know, obviously, you know, we look at Kane. He is he is sort of the the the, the prize. Well, he's a poster boy. The prize Spurs, jewel, yeah. you know, mm. coming out of the academy. Mm. You know. You've seen so many clubs where they've had, like, you know, that one player that's come out and absolutely done, you know, smashed it, but others find it quite difficult to follow in their footsteps. Yeah, yeah, but but is that because, also because Harry Kane's a striker, and actually everybody can identify with how well he's playing on the basis that he's, he puts the ball in the back of the net. Like, Winks don't do that. No, so what, what does Winks actually do? Like, mm. oh, he's a box-to-box midfielder. Oh, he's a holding midfielder. Oh, he puts a through ball pass. He makes loads of assists. He scores loads of goals. What, what does he do? Like, what, uh, for, for, do, do you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a yeah. bad player, but yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, that that is a question that's. It was. Um, I, I was listening to saying before, and I was like, well, you actually, you're right. Like, what, what, what does he do? And and actually, what he does, what I've determined, what 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 Winks he does. And when I say this name, everyone's going to laugh or you know, sniggle or whatever. But he's a Modric. But he's not the finished article of a Modric. No, no. Modric he's used got, to, he's is got, it, is, would you call he's it a got, pivot? He's got traits in his game, hasn't he, Lee? Yeah. That Modric has. And that's why people do kind of like, and even Pochettino's kind of in the past likened him to a, a Xavi or an Iesta. Don't get me wrong, he's nowhere near that's that what finished I mean, article. Yeah, I don't yet, want to but sit what you're saying say is that, that there's a, elements yeah. to his game that you can liken to these midfielders. But as Lee said, at the moment, he's nowhere near those kind of players. But you can see elements in his game like them. He, he for, for me, he is a kind of a. He's not a deep line midfielder. He's almost like where a Pogba would play. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of like he's not a full-on attacking. He's not a number ten, is he? No, no. He, he, he is a number eight. Where's number eight? Mm. He's a number yeah, eight, isn't he? Yeah. He's a kind of a almost that old-school box-to-box midfielder where he break-up play and he can like we saw that against Barcelona. With I mean, the, I the, the tackle on Messi. That tackle, that tackle. Such a tackle. Uh, yeah. Unreal. Unreal. You know, a kid, like, 20, 22 years old, best player in the world, and he's he's having he's doing that sort of to, stuff. But to have the cojones to do that is yeah, big. Exa- exactly. Yeah. But equally. How many times does he do that? And that's, I suppose, that's still the question up. mark on Winks is that how many times does he do that? For me, I love the fella. I love, you know, I love he's one of our own. I think for me, keep keep fit and keep keep giving him game time because ultimately he does get game time. Potts trusts him. And again, we all talk about trust is a massive word yep. that, that Potts loves and being brave and trusting our ability and just a confidence thing. If he knows that ankle's going to be solid, he can do things like it, like we saw against uh, Barcelona and like we saw last season against Real Madrid. And I think he could become a, a real, a real top, top player for us. W- will he be a world-class player? I don't know. I'm not so sure, but it'd be a top player. The truth will be, I think, once we've actually seen him consistently for a couple of seasons, which we haven't had the chance to, we've been given fleeting glimpses of what he could be like, like we've said the Real Madrid, like the second Mm. half performance against Barcelona, but we haven't seen him on a really consistent basis to be able to make a judgment to say, oh, not too sure if he's kind of reached his Revel, like some have made their mind about Eric Dyer. Some now have seen him after four or five seasons and come to the conclusion, do you know what? We may need to look to upgrade on him if we want to kind of bolster the squad to improve yeah. ourselves. With with Winks, I don't think we're there yet. I think there's still a bit more to come from him. I, th- I deserve I, my judgment. I think the man to take him forward is Poch. I can't see any other coaches mm. that are going to get, you know, better out of him. Bar obviously someone like Pep Guardiola. But let's be fair, Pep Guardiola doesn't buy projects, does he? I mean, you see, Phil Foden no, no. is the only one, the only player to come out of that three hundred million pound academy who's actually Maybe. got yeah. a glimpse of of going far. Um, I think. I think 
just just on the sorry, Aaron, but I just think on 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 Harry Winks' piece there as well. J- Jace makes makes always makes a point about kind of a player, whether or not it's Lamella or Amora or Kane or whomever, Deli Ali, having a big moment in a big That's game. Right, yeah. And, you know, for, for most of the, where he's talking about that is kind of a, a striker or, or a Lamella scorer, you know, he scored a Rabona, but it was only in Europa League. He hasn't had that moment yet. It's, it's Harry Winks had his moment. It could have been Real Madrid, because like, yeah. he was outstanding. I mean, mm. the listeners will remember, he was quality uh, in that Wembley game. I was there. It was ama- It was amazing. But... How many times he needs? To, he got injured again, and, and he's got injured. Sorry, after that, and then he hasn't had that momentum. In. He needs to get games, and I think that I, I would personally. I, I mean, so it's divided opinion, Spurs fans, because some people think he just passes backwards and sideways. I, I personally don't think he does. I think he has that ability to be able to, like I said earlier. Pivot, um, get the ball back. And Modric, Modric's never used to score goals. When he played for Tottenham, he's maybe his games moved on a lot now. He's obviously won FIFA Player of the World Player of the Year, and he's amazing. But he used to not score that many goals, and he never used to get that many assists. But what he did was turn defence into attack, and I think that is where Winks over the next kind of twelve months or next season um, will progress. There you have it. Uh, the Harry Winks debate will certainly rumble on. If you want to have your say on it, it's 0208 70 25 or at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Again, get your questions into us, and that's an international break. It's a bit quiet, but uh, we're, we're here for another hour and 15 or so minutes. We'd love to hear from you. Good evening. This is Love Sport. This is Love Sport. The fan show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, this is your Spurs fan show on Love Sport Radio. Uh, thanks for joining us this Tuesday night. I know it's an international break and you're probably off shopping in Ikea or something. What are you doing in an international break? <laughs> oh, mate, you look at reruns, don't you? Yeah. It's mostly what you do. Go on, we've got, we've got them on the telly. We've got, we've got the Premier League from this we weekend have, on the telly. Yeah, that's you, fantastic. You've got to put that second half on against Cardiff and fall asleep. That's what you do. Oh. Well, we're at the moment just seeing West Ham get beaten, which is always a joy. Feels like that's every week at the moment. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> they beat my mob the other week, so. Oh, West Ham. Oh, by the way, West Ham, just, just throwing it out there, I think they spent, what, 100 odd million? Yeah. Just just goes to show you that if you spend a load of money in the summer, you're always guaranteed to win and get results. They've spent £100 million, granted, but let's be fair, they, I don't think they bought quality. They spent £100 million, about six, seven players. Ooh, it's the fabulous. Yeah. Anderson the, uh, was 42 million. But gets a fabulous seven, isn't it, from like from Spurs? <laughs> well, no, it uh, guarantees your success if you spend a load of money all the time. There you have it. Uh, Lee McQueen has had his say. Uh, where are we <laughs> going next, chap? Stadium? Shall we talk about the stadium? Because we've seen, again, we are talking to you guys on a Tuesday night where we've seen images, more images emerge, more teasing images of just how incredible the stadium looks. And I think the most, well, the one for me that's really standing out is the comparison between the distance of the fans from the pitch between Arsenal and Spurs. Amazing. And Lee, just how close we are. You can literally touch the players. Uh, it's just, it, it looks incredible. I mean, uh, there's so much to be happy about. You know, we, there's so much to fight. Like, look, as, us Brits love a moan, don't we? As, as a culture, as a, as, a, as a country, we love a moan and a whinge. And there's no better way to moan and whinge about Spurs winning 1-0 and becoming a record points total equaling um, after the first eight games. Oh, and the stadium's not ready and Levy out and this and if you've looked at that stadium who is not getting goosebumps about going to play there I mean we are going to be the envy of certainly London the UK I mean the stadium looks 
immaculate. Mm. And yes, it hasn't been ready. And yes, we've had problems. But look, that's projects. You know, not all projects. All good things you have to wait for. That's how, I, that's how I've kind of I trained my right mind, thing, Natalie. Because you look at it now. And although, obviously, I was so frustrated not being at the start of the season... God, now you just think, God, the way the way it looks. I mean, I'm just I'm salivating by the mouth here thinking about it. It's just <laughs> incredible, <laughs> incredible. I mean, and what, what, what's what's going to be what we don't know. We we touched upon this last week, but what we don't know is what the atmosphere is going to be like. But like you said, Rick, you know, we're so close to the pitch. The the, the way they've designed it with the acoustics that Jamie mentioned last week as well. It, I mean, look, we have to get in there. But yeah. I cannot wait to get in there to play our first game in there. It'd be absolutely incredible. Can you imagine? Oh, when uh, Spurs. Go marching in. Oh, when the Spurs. See, Aaron's really uncomfortable sitting listening to this. We haven't got a license for that kind of music. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just sing it for you. Don't worry. We'll just sing it for you. I'm I'm all right. Thanks, Charlie. New lane, mate. I'll I'll be honest. I'll always miss the old girl. Look, oh, I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think it's because I like a four-sided ground. I don't like oh, round stadiums. I'm a traditionalist. No, I'm a traditionalist. No, I'm a traditionalist. You are, You're not really going to uh, make us make a suggestion to go and change it now. Yeah. What, what I would say, the, the comparison that I've made in, in, in most recent times is you'll never take the memories away from what we've had at White Hart Lane. It was absolutely incredible. La- last game ever there um, in, in May was incredible. I mean, it was incredible. But the whole thing, even the aftermath, oh, the legends coming out. Know, and then the rainbow and everything. I mean, yeah. you couldn't make it up. It was absolutely incredible. I was but one of the only United fans that stuck around. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was. It's, it's quite. It's quite. You know, I, I was fortunate. I've been to two, um, two grounds. I've been you know Upton Park on the last day. And it's always. Why is it always Man United who play? Them? No, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, why do we always get right, beaten as well? Yeah. Every time it's just like West Ham farewell Bolin. You know what? It's going to be emotional. And then bang, Winston Reid sucker punches us. It's like <laughs> great man, <laughs> lovely. I go away. That was a mosh. White Hart Lane was the most, but like I feel quite proud to have seen two, you know, yeah. two great grounds in London, yeah. sort of, you know, a bit before they go. Wish I'd nick something. Don't get me wrong. You know? <laughs> you my, get, um, get the opportunity to there. It was one of my best mates, Nick. Uh, Nick Martin. It was his birthday that day, and we went down to the Lane. We we're all seasons ago. We together, and we and we sat and we watched. And it, it was incredible. It was an incredible day. So coming back to your point, I, of course we're going to miss the old Lane, but. I cannot wait for the new lane. That is going to be... I don't think... Let's just talk about the new stadium effect and the other part of the whole Spurs journey. We were talking about this off air, weren't we, Rick, in terms of, you know, we've the, the points total, the loss of Watford, the loss against Liverpool, you know, the not playing well, the confidence, only 1-0 Cardiff, you know, doom and gloom. Can you imagine any other club handling yeah, what we've true. had to... I'm not saying they wouldn't handle it, by the way, but it's, it? it's, it's credit utter credit to the management team... Yeah. Even the you know the the levies and everything, the way we've actually had to handle what we've been going, what yeah. we've been going through, it is utterly outrageous. We have not played a home game mm. for for a, a year and a half. And yet, I reckon still our record. If you compare our home record to the rest of the league, we're still right way up there. It's, even it's, though playing away from home, I think even the last six games, six different stadiums. Let's not six, forget that as well. Stadiums, that's well, a great can, point. You just can't three, forget three different goalkeepers in the last month, as yeah. we talked about yeah. last month. I mean, yeah. this is madness. It could only be Tottenham, though. You know, you, know, you get a feeling at least. It can only be, you'll only be Spurs. <laughs> it's like that Tottenham, that these is, kind of things only happen to way. us. But that's why we love it. That's mm. At the end of the day, it frustrates us. Well, that's why we love it. You know, the reality is, when all's said and done, when the dust settles and we're in that 62,500 seat oh. stadium, which is bigger than the Emirates, which is going to be the. Sound louder than the Emirates. Let's sound louder. Well, you know, we. Sound louder than the Emirates in here, don't we? <laughs> 
<laughs> um, but but the point the point is 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 going to be some fantastic atmospheres down there. Brilliant nights that are laying under the lights. I, I, I cannot wait. And what a phenomenal time to be a Spurs fan. Mm. I mean, people coming into the world now thinking, oh, what clubs? Are, yeah, come support Tottenham Hotspur. It's absolutely buzzing. It's where you want to be. He's excited, isn't he? He is buzzing. We're we're all excited. excited. Any Spurs fan now, as much as we've had to wait, you can't tell me you're going to be like a little kid on Christmas Day when you're walking up to that famous ground. And it will be be incredible. We're, We're on the same patch. It's going to be, honestly, I think it's going to be one of those moments where you will have a bit of a tear in your eye. Somebody said, I think somebody said the other day that actually when you walk up to the where the, the new South Stand is, you would actually be walking across the pitch. Mm. Like, because the way, the way they've designed, designed it. it. So, you know, obviously the old pitch, obviously it's not there anymore, but, you know, you'll be walking across that. It's pretty mad to, to think that, you know, I was at that end where Harry Kane scored that unbelievable goal against Arsenal oh, a couple of years ago. Oh, what was, a goal. Was, and now we're going to be walking across that part. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's pretty mental. It's, yeah. I love it. Some fantastic scenes. At Visit Chick King for all your pre-match meals. <laughs> <laughs> and the Brown Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> call, call, call Mehmet on 0208. <laughs> they're missing us. You know? As I said last week, they're missing us, Aaron. There you go. They You're are, getting your are. shout out again this week, lads. I'm giving you free advertising, gratis advertising on the radio. So hook my brothers up here over here. You know, when, when they go. You'll be down about half 11. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, baby. Tonight, half eleven. We will be down there after the the recording this. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's certainly going to be an interesting one. You know, going back to that new ground as well. So I do, I do think to Wembley as well. Exactly. I do, I do think that you know Wembley has had um, you know its ups and downs and, and so on and so forth. I mean, when, when you go to Wembley and you see ninety thousand people in there for the for the Barcelona game, it's pretty pretty special stuff mm. that Spurs can do that. Considering why Art Lane was only thirty six thousand, so on a European night, I think you probably only get thirty three in there because of the the, the haulings and all that sort of stuff so you know that's that's an incredible jump of what we've been filling them grounds we've, and we've had some great games as well at Wembley I, I think we should also mention that the, I mean the Arsenal game last season the Harry Kane header and Real Madrid how can we forget that night at Wembley there's Maybe. certain games that stick out in your mind where it was special being at Wembley for those kind of games and obviously we've had the other kind of games where like the Cardiffs yeah. it, it's obviously not how it's effect but it's been some games that we'll remember and I think now we're ready to pack up our bags, aren't we? Ready to pack so. up our bags. When, when do you think we're happening, Rick? Well, they, they seem to reckon, again, this is being reported by a lot of different media outlets, that Burnley will be the game, yeah, that it could potentially happen for, which is, I think is early December. So, I think you'd, in all honesty, now looking back, I think you'd rather have played Burnley in there than play Man City. You want to get off to a win. Not that I don't love this. Like well, they were talking about potentially Chelsea. I mean, I, I did yeah, post this on Twitter last sure week and somebody else did, but yeah. I've got this automatic calendar update thing from Spurs Fixtures, right? Mm. I posted it last week on Twitter and all of a sudden it, it changed to the to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Do you know what? That is freaky stuff. We'll carry on talking about it next. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. 558am. Love Sport. This is Love Sport with your Tottenham Hotspur fan chat approaching 8 o'clock. We've got your news coming up tonight. Uh, but on the flip side, join myself, Aaron Paul, uh, Lee McQueen and Ricky Sachs as we carry on talking all things Spurs. Getting your half-term review of the season so far. Plenty more on the way. Something about chocolate as well. I don't, I don't know what's going on. don't really know. Anyway, here's your news. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport. They dare to do, and the Lily Whites are going to score on you. They're no angels, but this season, Harry and the boys are going for gold. 
from White Hart Lane to Wembley, Spurs will always be North London's finest. It's the Tottenham Hotspurs Fans Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. So for our um, for one of our shows, like because you know we do a variety of shows on on here on Love Sport. Uh, for the Millwall chaps, you know we're releasing a Christmas single called Millwall Tahiti, mm. which is like a Polynesian theme. Oh yeah, you're wearing a Wawa's got it, Yeah, it's brilliant. But I'm thinking, chaps, we need to release this. We're gonna have to do so, aren't we? Because I feel like now it's kind of got to a point with Lee and these moves. It would be a terrible shame if the public don't get a chance to see these absolutely wonderful rascal moves. Set of pins. They're rascal. Set of pins. Oh, you loving it or what? Loving it. Absolutely loving it, mate. He's got the jingle, in he? He has. Got I the mean, rhythm. We're going to need to give him a, a f- get him a full body wax before <laughs> I take that. <laughs> All off, mate. We take it down. Mate. This is what happens waxing. during international break. But but I'm telling you, we need to release <laughs> right. that for Christmas. We need we will. to release what that. my full body wax. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, the the single. We need we'll to do so. Jace will be back by then. Yeah, Jace will be back. Jace loves a full body wax. <laughs> <laughs> He's been getting something in in Thailand. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Th- th- this show's taking a slight turn. Uh, good evening. It's Love Sport Radio <laughs> with your Tottenham Hotspur fan show. My name is Aaron Paul. He is Ricky Sachs. And uh, the man who loves the wax is Lee McQueen. Lee McQueen. Here he is, pal. Um, we've had a tweet in from Samir who said, like all the Spurs lads on the pod, uh, I can't wait for us to get into the new stadium. Question for the lads. Seeing that we go into our new home soon, will it affect our performances as we'll need to bed in and find our feet in new surroundings again? Lee, by the way, you're on the pod do you know what I mean by yeah epic I think he means yeah. I'm amazing you know but, that hand uh, signal like, like that's that. just like utilised in a variety of we like, agree yeah, we yeah. love having Lee here yeah. he's been the best signing we've made in years great signing since. yeah Sorry, oh and Aaron and oh Aaron, sorry sorry How, all right, double signing Aaron and Lee best best job we could have ever asked for and both heading off to Dubai, from what I understand, according yeah, to Sky Sources. Well, we're, we're, Sky, Sky, oh, Sky, Sky, Sky Sources, Love Sports. Oh, Love Sports sources. Love Sports sources. We're, 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 pl- we're planning a, uh, a, 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 you know, a warm weather training camp. Yeah, I will like it. You know, like warm get a bit weather, of a bit, bit of, of uh, winter winter break fitness. Yeah, w- winter sun and that. You know, okay. so uh, we're we're good. looking into it. You know, yeah. be good. So so just come back to Samir. Um, uh, question on Twitter. Um, I think it will help the fact that we have already moved to Wembley. I've played about in about seven stadiums already. Yeah, and also MK Dons and you know wherever else we played. I, I do think generally, no jokes aside, I do think that will help because ultimately, yes, we've got to integrate back in and bed in and all that sort of stuff. But I think we've already done it a couple of times. I don't think the players or the management team, whatever, maybe I'm a bit deluded, but I don't think they thought that they were going to be playing at Wembley again this season. So they've almost had to bed in again, and then they go to Milton Keynes, but so, then they've got to do another one so I actually think that in a weird kind of way that will help us and what do you think I think it's spot on I, I honestly think Sammy coming over to you coming back to you as Lee says I think Lee's right because we've already 
had the transition to a different stadium. Look how we've handled Wembley, which I think, to be fair, we've been done really well with that. I think when you look at overall points per games there, I think it's been quite impressive. And my only worry I do have, again, it's just the mid-season factor, Lee. I think if we were starting off there a fresh new season, I wouldn't be too concerned. But it's, again, taking players out of what you would argue is a comfort zone now in Wembley, because they know how to play there plunking them in a new stadium halfway through a season and being like right now you've got to perform again sometimes sorry Aaron but again sometimes we do want to wrap these players up in bloody cotton wool do you know what I mean choice of our injury record at the moment no but that's a good point but I suppose the point I'm making is every other week we go to an away stadium right and actually so that's a brand new stadium we've got to plonk ourselves in and get involved with no fans we're going to have 62,000 Tottenham fans buzzing I mean let me let me tell you something right now Tottenham fans you're listening to this if you're going to that new stadium and you're not singing and you're not getting in the party mood and getting involved then you've got be something wrong with us you know this is an absolute epic time to be a Tottenham Hotspur fan and what we are actually doing and yes there's been some problems but once we get in that stadium and that starts rocking I don't care if it's Chelsea if it's Man City if it's Burnley I don't care who it's going to be because we're going to get three points we're going to win 100% we are not losing that first game but Again, going off the back of Lee's point, surely there's going to be an element of excitement from these players that, you know, oh, finally we're home. Finally. Oh, of course, but also there will be that, again, the thing that concerns me is from the opposition, their performances go up. They are going to come to the new Tottenham Stadium for the first time as a club. They're going to want to come and win. So again, it's the whole situation where we said about you know clubs raising their for the Wembley game for thing, Wembley. We've got that's the same again with the new stadium. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But with that. I, you know, but we've had to cope with that. Everybody, everybody wants to play at Wembley. You know, everybody because it's you know it's a world icon. Not everybody wants to play at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, right? So I think that's slightly different. Let's hope Bale still does, Lee. Eh? Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh. Oh, Bale does, hundred percent. He's coming back. Don't you worry about that. I'm still uh, convinced. If 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 you, think so, if you <laughs> think I think I'm being deluded. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking Burnley, are we? We can talk. We think so. Burnley. I think so. Yeah. Burnley, for the Burnley, new game, Burnley, for the Burnley, that's what you're thinking, isn't it? Yes, as we understand it, that's the case. But with Spurs, what a Christmas present. What Christmas? Think about it like this. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Hi yeah. What would you like for Father Christmas this year? Oh yeah. Can I have a BMX? Oh yeah. Can I have a skateboard? Oh, can I have a brand <laughs> new stadium, sixty-two thousand all-seater, with a retracting pitch and more mod cons than you've ever had in your life? Uh, oh no, thanks. I've only waited for it for three years. No, it's coming this year. I promise you yeah, it's coming. We're not exactly, going to break your heart. It's exactly. coming this year. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Come on, Spurs fans. Just get behind our team and absolutely rip this a new one. We can take the... I'm not saying that we're going to win the title, but we are in it and we can go on and push these people. Why can't we? Let them beat each other all themselves. We just go about our business, quietly go about our business and have a go. Uh, let me tell you something as well, right? We, have, we are decimated by injury. You talked about it being in you know, Holby City or in a casualty or whatever. We, 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 we're decimated by injury. I want to have a look at everybody else's squad. I, I want to concentrate on ours before the end of the show, right? But I want to actually look at everyone else's squad. And I want to pose a question to our listeners and say... Out of all of it, everyone talks about when Bolton and when our squad so bad. How else would these other teams cope mm. with five first teamers out right now? That's what I want to see. Yeah, it's a it's a very very valid point indeed. If you want to reply to that point, it's 0208 70 258. That is the number uh, to call this evening. Come on and challenge Lee McQueen. Love sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. Hi, hi, hi. 
it's something I've always wanted to do. Everest has always been on my bucket list, but to incorporate it all in one is just a dream come true. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Have you ever seen the film Everest? Because things can go wrong, mate. I just yeah, thought I'd tell you that. <laughs> what are you saying that for? Well, I just, Bro, you sound like my wife. <laughs> oh, my. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Now, we're not used to, like... You know, intense further maths here on Love Sport. It's it just just <laughs> confu- it confuses the issue really. So, um, you know, I'm gonna hand over to our, our seminar leader for today, Lee McQueen, the man who confesses today. Well, confessed to me today that he doesn't sell rubbish items. But uh, Lee, convince so, uh, me, convince me. Let's let's s- let's talk numbers. I sell amazing business solutions, Aaron. As I, as I was explaining yes, to you before. Like but okay, so uh, so guys and girls and listeners, right? What I wanted to talk about really is is just having a look at some of the squads uh, of our other, or some of the teams from our top six rivals. And then I appreciate the one on the radio and there's, there's some graphics. So what we did earlier is we've done a bit of research um, around the the first starting 11s uh, at the weekend yep. uh, for our rivals. And actually, if you was to take out five team players that are, I suppose, Rick, in the sort of the same vein as the people that we've got out. Like, yeah. we've got Danny Rose, Yang Vertonghen, Deli Alley, Christian Eriksen, um, and Sir, Sir Jorier to, uh, to, to a certain uh, degree as well. Um, uh, obviously, Dembele. So, when you, when, you look at, when you look at taking them people out of our first-team squad, I don't think anyone would uh, disagree, other than Sir Jorier, them other five are first-team players, right? Mm. That's what our yeah. first-team squad would be. So, let's have a look, take a look at Arsenal, for example. Done brilliantly so far, 1-9 on the trot, doing really well, I've just gone above us in the table. On goal difference, though, just had not given too much yeah, credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, that's fair enough. But, look, you know, some, sometimes you've just got to look, look at... Uh, uh, the the, the opposition in front of you. So I've mm. highlighted here, as you can see. So yep. the starting eleven uh, for Arsenal um, was Leno and Gold. Then you got Berlin, Mustafi, Holding, Monuel, uh, Torreira, I think Zaka. Um, Wobi was a substitute. Mkhitaryan, Danny Robert was a substitute for a Bangmiang, and then Lacazette up front. So if you take out a Bangmiang, a Bangmiang, Mkhitaryan. Toria, which is our Dembele, yeah. Mustafi, Mustafi, is that Mustafa? Mustafi, Mustafi, that would be the way. Mustafi, which is our Yang Vatong, and Monreal, which is our Danny Rose. Mm. Are you telling me that they are going to be able to cope and win the amount of games that we've won? If I you take so. that, it's no. decimated. It's no. decimated. Mm. When you look at Man United, sorry, so Sorry, sorry, but yeah, sorry, Aaron. but but when you look at Man United, I did actually struggle here actually because it was already really decimated. Whoever you take out, but you, the, the Herring goal, Young, Smallin, Bailey, and Shaw, uh, McTominay, Matic, Pogba, Rashford, Lukaku, Martial. So again, like for like, yeah. I took out Luke Shaw, Chris Smallin. Uh, Matic, Rashford, and Paul Pogba. I mean, they've got people like. We probably yeah. win, Where's to get- be fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ma- maybe. That, again, you know, it's just putting. Oh dear. It's just putting some context and some some perspective around what we've been achieving. Yeah. Or what we've actually been looking at. Doing. Let's take a look at Liverpool. Uh, amazing, everyone. They won a title. Spent all the money. They won a title already, and they won a title already. Let's take some players out. Yeah, Sadio Mane, Wijnaldum, Henderson, Robertson, and Virgil Van Dijk. 
Now you're telling me you take them out. You know they've got their goalkeeper. They they their um, substitute goalkeeper when Luis Suarez Gaz- uh, Gazaniga yeah. or Macaniga as uh, everyone's calling him now. So <laughs> he looks like me. Um, but you know you, you take them out. They've got Mignolet to go back mm. in there. You can't even yeah. hold the ball. Yeah. You know you've got Van Dijk who's been an absolute revelation. You take him out like a Vertonghen. Yeah. But if they got to come in, Matip. Yeah, that's true. You know you look at it and you analyse it. Let's have a look at even. Chelsea. So you look at Chelsea's starting eleven. You got Kepa. I won't try and say his surname. That's Aaron Zabalaga, uh, yeah, mate. Aaron, hey, loving that. Mate, Asquad, uh, Paqueta. Yeah. Job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rudiger, David Luiz, uh, Marco Alonso, then uh, Kante, Jorginho, Barkley, uh, Willian, Giroud, and Hazard. Now, if you take out um, Alonso, Rudiger, Jorginho, Barkley, and Willian. Out of their all first these teams are struggling, you? you said it there. All these That's teams the are point. Struggle. And I just even Man City, I just want to just quickly finish up quickly on Man City and take them teams. It's the toughest out. one to convince you on probably yeah. City. Um, Mendy, left back. John Stones, centre back. Fadinho, their holding midfielder. Uh, Raheem Sterling and David Silva out of their first 11. They are going to struggle. So everybody that's getting on the Spurs back of what's going on, what's going on. For the last two, three uh, games, we've had that amount of players out of our first team squad. It can only get better for Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. You know what? For about five minutes there, as you, as you went on, I literally thought to myself, what is this guy on about? Really? Genuinely. I double you. I the what, listeners, no, no, think? no, because it's like basic maths, really, or like basic anything. If you take the petrol out of a car, it's not really going to move. Well, well, this is the point, you, I think it? the point that Lee's trying to make there, do you not agree that... Uh, go on. But, well, mm. but when he talked about it in the context of Tottenham, mm. I was like, ah, he's got a point. Mm. He's actually got a point. And, and, and I, I salute you for that that's well, not for us to say that we don't want to see the squad being chef of course we do but I think the difference we've got now is I hate to talk about transfer when it's shut Jason's, no, no, probably, no, no. Jason's probably tearing his hair out whatever's left of it his argument will be and my argument will be that at the moment Daniel Levy's going to have to operate in a completely different market than what he's used to as you said now you've got to bring in top quality players like a Gareth Bale you do like a Killian Mbappe someone that is going to actually take this squad on because no more He's not used to buying you, in this environment. But if you if you if you look at it, and I said this last week, and I didn't mean it as in uh, with a business, but if you look at it from a business point of view, right? Take the emotion out of being a fan. Take the emotion out of it. For Daniel Levy and the club to completely change what we're doing, it is going to cost an absolute fortune, not only on transfer fees, but on wages. You know, if you look at Aaron Ramsey, he's an absolute perfect example. What Arsenal did quite badly and I'm, I'm happy to say it because it's Arsenal but quite badly what they did is they let Ozil's contract run right down mm. and in the end they what it seems like is a member public looking at it going mm, they panicked yep. and they turned around and went we can't let him go pay him what he wants 350 grand a week now what that's actually done is now they've lost Ramsey off the back of that because Ramsey's gone in and gone hang on a minute if Ozil's getting 350 grand a week, yep. I want 350 grand a week. And that is a knock-on effect. Now, if you, if anyone has got any kind of, um, you know, maths in, in their brain, just think about this for a minute. Every single player wanting a 2 or 3 or 400% pay rise in that club, what is it going to do? We are going to end up being a Leeds United back in the early 2000s. It's not... Wh- so, if Levy done that and the board done that, ultimately, we would bury the club. That's what would happen. But everybody's emotionally, and I'm emotional as well, as you can probably tell, I'm passionate, right? But I'm emotional about my club because I don't want to lose uh, to, to, to Watford away. And I don't want to just win 1-0 against Cardiff. But the reality is I want my club to be around in five years' time. Mm, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you and I'd disagree with you on that. Fair enough. I mean, 
I'm, I, I'd like to call myself a bit of a football economist. I love reading up on stuff like this. I love digging yeah, yeah. deeper, mate. I've watched hours of documentaries on YouTube about Leeds United from when it broke because yeah. I was yeah, yeah. what eleven years old when all this all this was going on. Twelve years old. Yeah, that would never happen. That would never happen. The only way that would happen is if you had a club that was so commercially inept in terms of selling. Uh, mm. sponsorships and, and, and gaining revenues that's the only way that would happen that I mean you, you know what happened with Leeds do you know Do you know exactly what happened with Leeds I, I don't know exactly what happened I mean may, maybe Leeds is a bad example but there's a lot of examples bad to look I mean at. I t- I'd say before, Portsmouth, before Portsmouth, Portsmouth were uh, a better example Portsmouth you've got Leeds maybe a bad Le- example Le- Leeds, even Aston Villa to Leeds the way that Leeds well that's because their beneficiary pulled out that's because Randy Lern decided well you know what I don't want to put my money it, in it, anymore it, it, but, but uh, with, with Leeds United it was a case of they were borrowing against future gate receipts which was just Stupid. Yes, anyway, ridiculous. forget forget Leeds. It was the bank manager himself in, who in, was doing the in, wrong thing. In business, well, I've I've run my own business now for seven years. Well, I've worked for the best business person there is in this UK for for over three years in terms of Lord Sugar. Okay, he's worth nine hundred million quid. I I look at this from a business perspective. Who, by the way, owned our club for ten years as well. Mm. Just putting it out there if in, in case you didn't you know realize that. The, the point I'm going to make is simply this. In, in business, the only way you can... There's two ways you can grow. You can grow organically and you can grow through acquisition, okay? Yeah. Or, or through cash. So you can put loads of cash into a business and have a big cash fund and then you can start to grow off the back of that. Or you can grow through acquisition, i.e. buying businesses or so. Or you do it yourself. So ultimately, you, you, you earn the money and then you spend what, the profits that you earn. And that's the model that ultimately... It, the, the, all football clubs should be looking to do to be able to generate their own revenue so that they can actually put that back in. If you start saddling the club with debt, like Manchester United have done in the past, you know, like the Leeds, maybe the Portsmouth, whatever, and actually buying people or buying things or overspending, you are only going to look at one way. You might win an FA Cup like Portsmouth did, but now you're in League Two or but top the, of League but One. The difference between Manchester United doing it and any other club doing it, and this is where yeah, the, the Glazers operation is the commercial yeah, side. Of the it. Commercial. They don't care. How they, they pay two hundred and seventy-two million pound in interest. In yeah, yeah. interest only on the debt they have. Yeah, they don't care don't for that. because they will rake it in. Now the thing is about Spurs, and you, you talk about Arsenal. Arsenal have had failings like this for a long time. Mm. Don't forget Robin van Persie. They let it go down to a year, and they had to sell him for twenty-four million pounds to the Manchester United. Well, look at Again, Arsenal, Sol Campbell back in look the day. At, look at Sol Campbell. Yeah. Look at Alexis Sanchez. Look at Aaron Ramsey now. Look at Mesut Özil. They get put over a barrel every time. Now that isn't because of money. I think that's the fault of their executives at the top. And the fact that they're too slow. Maybe Gazidis has gone now. Maybe things will change. Maybe. Who know? Mm. Who 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 actually knows? But the situation is, is that they can afford this. This is a we live in an era of record-breaking TV. No, 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 no. We do, we do. But you say that it wasn't about money. But going back to my point with the whole Aaron Ramsey situation, right? It's because of whoever it is, inept executives or whatever it is that is. We don't know what that is, but because of the reason of Mesut Özil getting paid three hundred fifty grand a week, they now have a situation where they're either going to lose Aaron Ramsey or pay him the money. That's the situation. So it does, in the end, come down to money because actually, if they do it with Aaron Ramsey to keep him, who else is going to be knocking on his door? Three hundred fifty grand a week, please. Three hundred grand a week. And then all of a sudden, your club's wage bill is gone from reckons, X to Y. Ramsey reckons he's worth that 350 grand a week because but he's, he's a top dog. He's been but in he's the not. club for 10 years. Do you know what? With all due respect, if Ramsey carries on, I think he, he, he could be one of their, you know, one of their top, top ever players. See, I think because he he's been leave, there for a uh, yeah, while. Yeah, so I think he needs to leave to reinvigorate himself. That's what I personally believe. I like think, Theo Walcott. Like Theo Walcott. I think his time has come. <laughs> I know Spurs have been linked with a, a shock move for him, which is a revenge Sol Campbell plot. If you want to believe this certain source, believe this. If you lot don't want him, 
I'll take him at United any day. No, no. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I, I, there's worse players out there no, as, no, as a I, replacement. I, yeah. goes for from what I'd have him, like from a, you yeah. know, what, when, when the last time we ever took a... When you think about when Dinelli's injured, would you want to, you know, Ramsey wouldn't be a bad option. Yeah. You'd get over Sissoko. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, but we never, you know, we're talking about Ramsey who's one plays for Arsenal, two, no one would want him because he plays for Arsenal. Flea wants to 50 grand a week. Like, we're not going to pay that, so it's a mute point. But the point, that I suppose the overall point that we're making is that there's context to everything that we talk about. When you're emotional, which most of us are, we're fans, we pay our money, we run the football club, it's our club, yep. and we totally should have our own opinions. I never would say anything different to that, and we should get emotional, and we want to... You ask you ask any one of my, my wife, my family, or whatever, when, when Spurs have lost, I'm an absolute nightmare. I'm a grunt bag. You do not want to be around me at all. I'm like the same as everyone else. Yeah, of course. But yeah. actually, then I look at it, and I go, well... What a fantastic time to be a Tottenham Hotspur fan. Ten years ago, we're bottom of the league. Mm. I mean, come on, guys. Like, you need to wake up and just enjoy what we've got going on. And that's what I genuinely think now. I think it's epic. I'm proud to be a Spurs fan. I'm proud that Harry Winks is in the England squad. Eric Dyer, Harry Kane's got uh, the captain. Like, people talk about, oh, we don't want to play them. We don't want to play them playing. But they're representing Tottenham Hotspur, putting them on the world map. Um, very very quickly b- b- before we go to a break my producer Paddy tonight uh, said in my ear United would be fools to pay Aaron Ramsey 350 grand Paddy we might be fools to do it, to do it but United will more than likely do it pal. <laughs> they will more than likely fan 350 grand a week on the back of this um, we're going to bring you some checker trade trophy scores because there are a few London clubs in action tonight involving uh, well Charlton Athletic are involved Spurs under 21s are involved as well so we'll bring you some scores next Love Sport with 7OTV.com predict 7 to net a million Love Sport Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, let's talk checker trade trophy. Is that a trophy? So you know, football's win? quiet when the checker trade's coming up. The checker trade is on, uh, and let's get some scores. Um, yeah, some under twenty-one sides involved tonight. Some full. I mean, what do you know about the tra- the checker trade trophy? Checker trade, checker trade.com. <laughs> well, I know it's a great opportunity for some of our younger lads to get the opportunity to play, and of course, I think for the youngsters. I think Pochettino will be looking at these games thinking who can I look at to be the next generation to step up we've spoken a lot tonight about the likes of Harry Winks you know he's a player that has been in that reserve list at Tottenham where we want to see him step up and become one of our own the same Harry Kane has done and you know believe believe it or not Pochettino watches so many of the academy games for Tottenham he wants to see who's coming through he takes a real keen interest in seeing the next big Tottenham star to come through Have Have you looked at who's playing tonight for Spurs? I haven't. Do you know who they're playing? Gillingham. Do you know where? Uh, Yeah, not a Gillingham. I know this because Gillingham have got their pitch being relayed. Exactly. Um, I don't know. uh, They're playing at the Valley tonight. They're playing at Charlton, yeah. They're playing at Charlton. (laughs) Another ground that we've had to play at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a list. Yeah, number seven. 
Uh, Shillingham nil, Tottenham Hotspur under 21s now. I'll run you through that Spurs lineup in a bit. But Stevenage nil, Charlton Athletic 3. Charlton needed to get back onto winning ways, and they aren't doing too badly at all in Southern Group G. Uh, Dan Prattley, Toby Stevenson, and Nikia Jose with the goals away for Lee Bowyer's side. Uh, the Spurs lineup tonight some players. Paris Magoma is playing. Rodell Richards, Jamie Bowden, Tariq Hines, Jaffe Tanganga. He's deep. Jack Rolls. Oliver Skip is uh, captain of the side. Skip is skipper in it. Did you like that one? I like that one. That was very good. That was very impressive. Can we do that clap? That was good. Nice. Jonathan like Dinzei, George Marsh, Jaden Brown, and uh, Alfie Whiteman. So no real names that, you know, you Skip. Skip. Well, Whiteman's just signed a new contract with the club. Yeah. So a couple Skip, there. Lurking around. Skip's looking around. He looks like a player. Well, he's taken on the. Well, he's taken a part of the squad recently too. The um, the Barcelona game. So he's a player that I'd love to see during the season. Maybe the League Cup's an option for him. I know we're going to bring it on to discuss Spurs' next five comp- well five games in these competitions coming up. So many games to come in such little time. I mean, if you're a fan of going to games. You got you got enough to pick from here, Lee. Yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult one to be honest. I think this is really where we're going to have to come into our own. Hopefully, we can get some of them injuries back. We'll squad tested. It is a squad tester, to be fair. I mean, I think that you know, for, for me, it was just sort of saying our fair between the three of us, weren't we? You know, for for, for Tottenham this year, we, I do think that I'd like to see them go after the Carabao Cup. Um, I know it's not a big trophy, and I know it's not all, all the things that we've gone before. So we're not going to go down that detail again. But I would like to see us a bit of a revenge. I mean, last year we got knocked out of this stage against West Ham after being 2-0 up. So we need to go there. The trouble is, Rick, we've got Man City two well, days before. I was going to ask you, is again, if Jason's sitting there, you know he's going to ask you. Okay, then. So what put, what lineup are you putting up against Man City? What lineup are you putting up the, day bef- the game before the West Ham game? If that's what takes the ultimate importance. Yeah, I think for, for me, I, I'm a believer in, in playing the next game. So whatever our next game is, it's West Ham away in the league. Right after the international break, you put yeah. out the big, the, the, your best, best team, you best team yeah. that you can yeah. for that particular fixture. And and actually, he might look at. I mean, probably Vertonghen won't be back by, by no. then. No, it's the other but, but he he, he probably would look at playing the back three and all that sort of stuff. But he probably won't be able to now. But whatever our best team is, and then you go from there. Then you re look at their fitness levels for, for for the following week. I think the great thing about that is the next game, isn't it, Rick? Is the Man City game after that, and and we've actually got nine days recovery between the twentieth and the 29th, I think it's a Monday mm. night, isn't it? Yeah, see, at the moment, we've got, we've got two away games. On the, that's our away games. We've been playing at Wembley. It's away as well. But on the trot, West Ham away and PSV away. And that PSV game... Oh, we've got PSV the, in between, we've, haven't we? We've got to win. You know, PSV, we've got to go there and win, really. If you if you actually have ambitions to stay in the Champions League, I know we just about earlier about even winning it, but to stay in it, you're going to have to win that game. Obviously, unfortunately, if you lose that, I think... No, you've got to be going there yeah, and winning. You've got to win that. Uh, and, and then we do we play? I think we play the PSV return leg at, at, at home or at Wembley. Sorry, um, the, the next Champions League fixture. Don't That's we? right. So That's the next. It's, match it's a basically a six pointer, isn't it, with yeah. the whole PSV yeah, so situation? Yeah, take six points there. Yeah, and then we're back in the two. mixer. We're still in it. We're still in it. But yeah, the League Cup game there. We've got. Again, sandwiched in between Man City, the home game, and then Wolves away. I mean, to be fair, the way Wolves have started this Premier League, I wouldn't. That's not an easy okay, place no, to go uh, either. Again, it, it really isn't. My dad's a Wolves fan, actually, so I've got a little bit of a. Attachment Your dad's a Wolves. To, fan. My dad's a Wolves fan. Yeah, unbelievable. And I got so I got a bit of an attachment to the whole Wolves. It's not that I wanted to see him do well, but actually, when I when I made the dig earlier about West Ham and spending money, Wolves have spent money, and they're they're top seven in the Premier League, yeah. and they look like they a look Premier like League a, side. They've they signed like, brilliant they people. They look like a top seven club at they, the moment. They the do. Way they're they do. And going to Molyneux 
confidence high, all that sort of stuff. That's going to be a tough game. But you look at our um, our away record, and it's uh, and it is pretty decent. So I, I would hope that. Look, there's no bankers in the Premier League. That's the problem. There's, there's no bankers at all in the Premier League. Bar Cardiff, Huddersfield, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, we struggled even against uh, Cardiff, didn't we? To score goals essentially, but we did win. But uh, yeah, there's no there's no bankers in the Premier League, and I think that's going to be tough. I mean, you found it out, didn't you, Aaron? You, your boys only drew one one. That was at Old Trafford, wasn't it? Against uh, Wolves. Wolves are a difficult side, mate. You know that these 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 lot are a team that have bought. Quality players, Premier League players, while they're in the Championship. Yeah, like Martinho's gone there. I mean, I know he's a bit older, but I remember we. Uh, do you remember that? Mate, that was the starting of the game that we yeah. wanted. Do you remember that? Really that was the player yeah. we meant to get. We wanted him. Ruben Neves, Helder Costa, you know, mm. Bonatini, well, the goalkeeper, Rui Patricio, Patricio, yeah, quality as well. They've got a top, 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 top. And their defence. I mean, they're talking about was it a right back? Is it Doherty? Yeah, they're right back. Like he's been playing amazing. Mm. The the centre back looking at a call up or potential call up as well. He's English as well, so mm. they have got a really good mix. They've got a really good side and they've got momentum. But uh, we should be going there and winning. You know, mm. we shouldn't be worried about them types of fixtures. To be fair, it's because I'm sitting there looking at the table at the mm. moment. The, the Premier League. I mean, it is so tight, so so tight. I mean, the top five. I mean, Bournemouth. Look what that mean. Bournemouth are sixth at the moment. They've made a great start. Yeah, I watched them the other day. They were absolutely yeah. top end. And yeah. they got and they also got rinsed by Burnley four 0 mm. Don't forget. So you know there is there is there is big results in all over. I don't think Man City's had a big result against them, obviously yet. Mm. Nor is Liverpool. Nor is Chelsea. No. I, that that is coming as well. I do think that somebody will potentially roll them over. Joe, you know it does seem to be key when you look at this Premier League. Obviously, where Spurs are placed at the moment, I think goal difference is a key factor mm. because you look at the moment we've we have got the well we've got. Eight plus eight on goal difference, which normally for Spurs during this kind of season, a couple of years ago, you'd be thinking, God, that's not too bad. But with Arsenal, they're plus nine, Liverpool plus twelve, Chelsea plus thirteen, City already plus eighteen. It just shows you just how important it is, Lee, in terms of the goal chart, doesn't it? Uh, again, I think, I think come back to the Cardiff game, that's that's mm, one of the games the where you go, right, okay, we're going to roll these up. I mean, we both predicted 4-0, didn't we, we did. last week? Yep. Uh, Jamie went for a 5-0, didn't he? Bless Our him. predictions but think, are coming off well at the moment, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> They're not, but uh, again, you know, uh, when all said and done, I think in Premier League history, once, maybe twice, but I think based on my research earlier, I think it's once it's come down to mm. goal difference, so uh, like to actually win the Premier yep. League uh, against two Manchester clubs, QPR, um, last game season, the City thing. So, mm. like, where are you know, remember yeah. all that. So I think that was a goal different situation. You'll probably remember, weren't you, Aaron? Uh, no, uh, I was at Sunderland. Can <laughs> <laughs> I ask you, Aaron? I just want to be interested to see your thoughts on it. When we're looking at the league and we're yeah. seeing where Spurs are placed, as a top five there, are we right at the moment to not be putting Man United in this mix for top four? What, what is your honest opinion? It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, I'm unsure as to whether we're going to get it. I think we'll end up finishing fifth or sixth, somewhere around there. I just can't see us, you know, sort of breaking into that top four. To be honest, the only change I can see, I can see it finishing, you know, I can see it being Man City and Chelsea for the for the league. I think Liverpool, again, they've shown their weakness have, over, over yeah. the past few weeks, especially. Mm. It's amazing how none of the media are calling them I know, out as well, isn't I it? Know. Yeah. Well, I know. Are they winless now? Four. Four they're, games. They're, they're, they, haven't won, they haven't won in four yeah. in their last two games. They had, two, they had two shots on target in mm. their last two games. Yeah. They didn't even have a shot against no. Napoli, w- mm. in which they 
they lost. God, they lost. Lord help us if Jose Mourinho actually, you know, won something. It'd be crazy. <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, the, the thing is, the way the Premier League is set up in terms of the, uh, the the random fixtures, which clearly we all know they're not random, but you know this random fixtures machine, it spits out. So I do think this year is going to be slightly different to previous years. I think there's teams that be rolled over, like you know the the Cardiff City the six, Huddersfield, Cardiff, yeah. Huddersfield, whatever. But I think the top six, and I'm including Man United in that, by the way, the top six clubs by playing each other that's what's going to make a huge difference you know if they're going into setup I mean I heard I, heard, uh, I think it was on Sky earlier but I heard somebody say it's interesting isn't it it might have been on the pod actually to be fair but it's interesting no one's mentioning the fact that Jose, uh, Pep Guardiola uh, went there and set up and got a nil-nil draw at Anfield but when Jose Mourinho did last year he got absolutely mm. battered didn't he yeah, he, he got did, battered yeah. like oh he's so negative he's so defensive he's not ever but it was the same result yeah, and, yeah, and, and Pep yeah. did the same. I think they had two shots on target the whole game. So you know, again, it's it, like you said, Aaron. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And you know, in the first quarter of the game or the first part of the season, we've we've got a good accumulation of points, and that's what we need to go on for the next eight games now. So what are we thinking? We're looking at the table at the moment. What do we? Where do we think the Spurs are going to finish? If I asked you now, put you on a spot. Looking at the top six, you include Man United in that. The way Chelsea is starting this new manager. Yeah. Liverpool I have started. Where would you yeah. place Spurs at the moment? So I'm going to answer with my heart and also my head. I think we're finished third. Third. I think we're finished third. Above, the, above Arsenal. I, I think we'll be above Arsenal. I think we'll be above Liverpool. I think we'll be above... You think you'll be above Liverpool? Yeah, and, I've, and I'm saying that on air now. I think that we will finish above Liverpool. So you've got Man City, between Man City and Chelsea the title? Yeah. That's what I agree. I think, that, I think Chelsea look... Very, very. When, yeah. when you put the stats up, I, I sit again. Sorry on Sky, but I saw this on Sky last night. The, the, again, they only started talking about the top three teams, even though there's, a, there's only two points in across the top five. Annoyingly, but it was the top three. Liverpool are the bottom in in terms of possession, in terms of shots on target, in terms of chances created, in terms of errors in uh, leading to goals. They're bottom in every single one of them against Man City and Chelsea. They've scored less goals. So everybody's talking about how good they are in terms of going forward. Their front three have scored less goals than Chelsea. Chelsea ain't got a, f- a proper full-on striker. <laughs> it's quite mad, isn't it? Yeah, when, you, when you look at it in that way. Nuts. But it, but as you guys are saying, you know, it is a marathon, not a sprint. So who knows? You know, at the end of the day, they've got to go away to PSG. Haven't they got to go away? Or was that a home? Have they done that already? They've got other games in the Champions League. Like all of us, it is such a long season. Who knows? Chaps, we've got to take a quick pause. By the way, England Lionesses are in action tonight. They are taking on uh, Australia. Do you know Australia? What, the old Socceroos? Socceroos, is it? They're playing them at uh, Craven Cottage, Fulham. Quite a large crowd down it's there as well. It's a fantastic ground, that. For it's a, a gorgeous Cottage, ground, isn't it? You've been down there. so lovely, isn't it? The old, uh, they've got a new st- uh, stand going on. Now, well, that's going to be built eventually, but Frank mm. Kirby has put England Lionesses one goal to the good uh, up at the Cottage. We'll be keeping you up to date with that game as it goes on this evening. Uh, yeah, we'll be back shortly. It's Love Sport. Good evening. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. 558am. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 results. Win 7 figures. Yeah, we are back talking all things Spurs for another 20 or so minutes uh, this evening on Love Sport Radio. Um... Ricky, did you want to give your side to what Lee was going? Yeah, yeah, most certainly. I mean, and what he was talking about. Yeah, I mean, uh, as Lee mentioned before the break, I mean, he's tipped 
us to finish third, which, based on what I've seen so far, I mean, Arsenal have, again, Arsenal have kind of come into their own in recent weeks, although I said to you earlier, I don't think they've played anyone that's worrying me at the moment. They've won nine games on the trot. And I think, at the moment, looking at this Premier League table, I don't think Leeds too far off a prediction of third at the moment, but I do think for Tottenham, if we're going to finish third, it will be because we have managed to get some of these players back from injury. Yeah, yeah. I think if we don't manage to turn some of these guys around, like we said, Vertonghen, who we're looking at now, is going to be out for between four to six weeks. A massive blow, that. Yeah, because he's so crucial to that back line. And just to kind of give you why I believe he's so important, just look at that Barcelona in that in that first half league. Just there's just no no organisation at all between like Toby. Stations, it was it? just panic stations. And like, don't get me wrong, the goal, the second goal was incredible, the strike, but the build up play to it, Sanchez and Toby between them, it just wasn't good enough. So Vertonghen is so important to this team, as we saw in the periods where Alavira was out. So got to get Vertonghen back. Christian Eriksen, we've got this issue at the moment about this mm. injury, where we say it's an injury could be a, a chronic stomach issue which again we're waiting to find out more on hopefully it's not as bad as what we fear I know his agent has come out and rubbished the room and said look guy just needs rest hopefully that's how you can just get so. that rest but based on that I think if we can keep the squad fit I think third is not an unrealistic I, I see you guys improving in January though. I can see that oh, don't, don't, don't be this up Aaron. one person <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. one player yeah. maybe Greenish. you know someone <laughs> He's only just signed a f- new five-year deal. I mean, we know he was at the lane the other week for the for the Barcelona game. You know, he's he's a fan of Harry Winks, called him a baller si- on he's social media. He signed the new deal because he's this boy of club and they don't want to let him go on the cheap. And at the end of the day, so now they've got a, he's probably signed the clause in there to say if Tottenham come back in you, you've got to pay a minimum £35 million. I Maybe don't I don't know. I, I don't pay know. Pay thirty-five million. I think Jack really. I, I was going bold, and I am going bold about the whole uh, finishing above Liverpool thing. Maybe, maybe that's my heart ruling my head. But I don't think it is. I, I don't believe the hype. I don't think that Liverpool. I'm with Jace on this. I don't think Liverpool have improved. Uh, like, like, how can I say that? If they haven't lost a game so far, and they won their first six, but Man City won their uh, their first six in the um, title changing size. I of mean, in, they lost in the Champions League. No, they lost in the Champions League. I'm talking in about sorry, Prem- in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, Man City in the Premier League won their first six games, got 18 points and conceded three goals and they finished eight points behind Tottenham Hotspur. That was the end of the season. So, you know, there's a lot of games to go. That's why I'm sort of predicting. I'm backing my team, that's all. So the thing with Liverpool is that concerns me when you compare them to Tottenham is, I mentioned this before, that Liverpool have gone out and they have strengthened the areas which they are weak. I agree with that. The goalkeeper, Alisson, the centre-half, Van Dijk, they went and sorted that situation out. Where was we weak? Where was we weak? First eleven. First eleven, exactly, okay. Exactly. An, an injury, but an injury to Harry Kane. You then, okay. Sonny, as we've Son. seen, hasn't scored for fourteen, fifteen games though. Lorente, well, <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> I don't know. Lorente, I'm not laughing. No, it's not good, it's not good enough. Poch it doesn't good fancy enough. him. Yeah, but the a problem we've got at the moment is, I think you've said it before. It's trying to attract a player that's happy to sit on the bench and play second fiddle, but you want someone that's going to come in and challenge him. Who who is there that is going to come in and be as good as Harry Kane? That's a thing, as good. Be very hard to find. It has to be a youngster. That's what the thing. Like a Martial. But a good, it's got to be a good young. But even Martial is he going to have a sideways step move and not have regular games? I think Martial will want to be guaranteed if he comes to Tottenham. You're going to be playing in the first team. Pretty much no guarantees in football, especially in this day and age. And that's what everyone's. Mm. You know, you got to work hard. That's what you got to do. You got to work hard. But but yeah, 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 we've got to win these trophies. I said this before. Oh, everyone says, "Oh, we've got to win these trophies." These players might leave. These players might leave. Guess what? Break 
breaking news. It's up to you to win the trophies, players. It's yeah, not it's up to true. it's not up yeah. to anyone else. But you've got to win. You've got to play well. You can't put performances in like we do against Barcelona in the first twenty minutes of that game and, and expect to win trophies. You, are you kidding me? I hear what you're saying, but also players have to feel like they've got a pathway to join. The, they've got to feel they yeah, are. True, they've got true. this pathway, and even like someone like Grealish, he's got to be sure that if he's coming to Tottenham, that. He benefits his career long term, gets him into that England squad, allows him to challenge, you know, for you know a real England place. That that's mm. the big thing, and that's why I think Tottenham at the moment with his squad, it's so hard to try and get the right player. And with Pochettino, we know before, it's not just about the player; it's the right profile. He's so intent on bringing certain kinds of the players in. Be right the for, be right, for Spurs. You mentioned it last week, Aaron. Danny Osvaldo. He sanctioned that transfer that went completely up the wall, didn't it? The guy lost his head. And I think ever since then, maybe Pochettino is just a bit hesitant to want to even be the one to administer the transfer. Does he want to spend the money? Lee, we had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. We did. We We don't. Pochettino is the one that is a bit kind of hesitant where maybe Daniel Levy wants to back him. We just don't know. Or Levy after the old uh, Soldado issue, you know, the fact that he was. Soldado, Janssen. Yeah. And G. And G. This stadium. And Kudu. This stadium. Oh, my goodness. I'm looking at it again. Oh, my goodness. It's a good time when you talk about transfers because it gets to the mind of it. know, the transfers have gone. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about moving forward like we just did Mm. before. Generally, from a Spurs perspective, in terms of progression, I think Cooper um, uh, and America are are selling. We did cover this off in terms of progression. But, Rick, I want to ask you, buddy, are we progressing? Do you feel, as a club, it's not just sometimes progression is not just about the the top line revenue or yep. the bottom line revenue in business or what's going on on the pitch. It's about everything. Mm. Do you think that as a club, Tottenham Hotspur are progressing? My heart wants to say yes, but my head this season, depending on where we finish and what we achieve, I think I can't sit here and say yes right now. I, I can't sit here and say yes right now because... We haven't taken the next step, Aaron, obviously about trophies. We haven't yeah. signed any players that are going to... Well, we can't ca- win a trophy in September no, or no, October, no, but can what I'm we? Saying but, is, but when I look at this squad, what's going to take us to the next level when I look compared to last season, it's the same group. And therefore, you're asking the same group to go again and, and better last season's achievements, which to me was, was, was pretty decent. I think Pochettino exhausted the tools at his disposal last mm. season. And therefore, I don't know what it's going to take. It's going to take a big January window, Aaron, like you mentioned. Let's be fair, yeah. though. You can't track progression until the end of the season. In the no. same way as business, how do you track the way you've done for, for, for your accounts at the you know, your end of year financials? And you look at it and you go, you know what? We've improved this on last year, this on last year, because you can set clearer boundaries that, that, on how you improve. Is, that is slightly dry. I slightly disagree with that in the sense of, in business, the way I would track progression is kind of on incremental. Um, so not incremental, but, but so kind of small margin. So, so for example, we in business or, or in football, we could turn around and go, right, we want to finish, we want to do, I don't know, a million quid. Just say a million pounds, Mike, because it's easy. We want to we wanna make a million pounds. Mm. But but actually, do we wait until the end of the year to look at it and go, oh, we didn't make a million pounds? Or, oh, we did make a million pounds. No, we don't. Every week you or every day or every place, month yeah. would put certain things in place for us to actually hit. So putting that back into football terms, you look at these first eight games and you go, okay, are we in and around where we need to be? It's a marathon like 
like Aaron said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Are we in a round where we need to be? We're not leading the race. That's cool. But we're kind of in the pack that's in the front group, and we're going really well on this in, on this element. And, and, and therefore, that's how I've measured it, that, them increments. And I think from that perspective, we're doing well. Yeah, we need to go for one final break this evening. Uh, it's your Tottenham Hotspur fan show for another 12 or so minutes on Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. From Ali to Zaha, we've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. Love Sport. 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. Yeah, we've got a uh, yeah, we got we got to bin that off. We got to bin that one off. Anyway, don't worry about it. Lee. Hi, how you doing? It's Love Sport Radio. Uh, my name is Aaron Paul. He is Ricky Sachs. He is Lee McQueen, who's just said a very very naughty word, but we have got rid of it because that is the magic of radio. He's chaps, a naughty boy. That he is a naughty little boy. Um, chaps, sorry, boys. Joe rules that tackle. Let's talk about it because oh. we haven't even talked about it. And the banter is apparently they're appealing it. This is ridiculous. I, I, I mentioned it fleetingly earlier. And I know we were going to come on to it. I'm glad Lee's here with me to cover it off again. But I am absolutely stunned. And it just goes to show Neil Warnock what a dinosaur. And I hope Neil, you're listening. <laughs> Neil, you are a dinosaur to even think <laughs> that challenge is. is I think it's right. Or can even be considered to be a fair, or a fair challenge. He's oh, probably going to come back and go, oh, he's a good lad and he rolls. He's a good <laughs> lad, yeah. I think it is, a, it is an absolute disgrace how anyone can try and defend that. But I, I suppose in fairness, he's just trying to take... I'll I tell you what I think, right? How many of us in the media or anyone written in the papers or whatever have actually spoken about how dire Cardiff City's performance was? So limited people, though, right? Because what Neil Warnock's hand, done is he's taken it away from the players and the performance, yeah. and he's made it all about this challenge. And he's d- he's probably done that on purpose. But it's an utter disgrace. And they've appealed that, right? They've appealed it. But what I don't understand is what does it say about the board, even of Cardiff City, to even sanction that? Because obviously Warnock must have gone to him and said, "Look, lads, I want you to appeal this," and. How I many, don't how think many they the care. Bo- but how many on the I board, Aaron? I don't think they care. Aaron, there must be six or seven people on the board to make that decision to put it towards the FA because if that gets rejected and it's considered a frivolous appeal, the guy goes up even more in terms of how many games he's banned. I so genuinely don't think they care. I mean, Cardiff City this season are are, are going to be one of them anomalies. I mean, we could see a record low points total. Who actually knows? <laughs> Um, Worse than Derby Was it Derby the Derby, Sunderland, Sunderland, Sunderland and Derby yeah, yeah. Sunderland then Derby They get Derby. double figures <laughs> Did they even get double I think, I think they, they got, got double figures Like 12 or something like that, yeah. You know which is an absolute shambles But I, I think we're going to see that the, My question is Are we going to see uh, uh, Warnock till the end of the season Because he's never no, ever finished no. it I don't think so no, he's no, a, he's a, He already come out To be fair He already come out I think you, you in, uh, talked about this last week He already come out And sort of said Do you know what I mean if, if somebody else Is going to take this on Then, then I'm happy to step to 
the side. I, I did mention, I don't think you actually said that, but I did mention to him last week didn't when we talked, I mm. said, is he the man for the role? Because last time when he came up with QPR, he didn't last, you know, cut, he last no, a couple no, of no, months exactly, and then they yeah. changed him. So the, the, the trouble is with the whole Cardiff situation is, you know, who do you get in? You know, they've had, they've the, had a the few fu- managers. The funny thing about Warnock is he himself has turned around and said, I don't want to manage in the Premier League. I don't want to manage yeah, in the Premier League. Yeah, he said that. He said he doesn't enjoy the Premier League. Yeah, he said he's a he's, championship manager. Exactly. He needs to stick to what he's good at. It's the championship. Because I tell you what, he can't judge Premier League football based on the weekend. If he's claiming that wasn't a foul, don't know what game he's watching. I've got to be honest with you. Not good. Not good at all. Where are we? Uh, where, where are we going to next? Well, Just looking ahead. Final five minutes. I mean, do we have a quick word on West Ham away? Always a big game. Always a big game. And Lee, I suppose, let's start off with you. West Ham away, we know this game brings a lot of <sighs> brings a lot of emotion to it, doesn't it? It's tough because we have a rib at West Ham saying it's their cup final and, you know, they're loving it against us and so on and so forth when, you know, we're, they're inferior to us. But it always brings out the best in them. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we went there last season, um, I think in September, and we were 3-0 up. Mm. Um, we absolutely ripped them. It was fantastic. But the game finished 3-2 and they could have easily uh, got a draw out of that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Classic Spurs, classic Ori, I think, that day as well. <laughs> um, so, you know, you, you look at this game and I think for, for for me, I know I've just sort of said earlier in the show that we're, you know, we're, we look at finishing kind of, you know, top three and whatever. And I, I still stand by that and I will for the rest of the season. I'm sure I'll get pelted on Twitter but I, I think we need to start games much 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 I'll say it again faster and quicker and with a higher tempo than what we have been doing so far I think that for me that is the key when when Tottenham read, when we read Pochettino's book he talked about he can understand how Tottenham are going to play within the first five seconds of watching That's the football right, match yeah. and, 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 and I kind of get what you're saying and I think we can as well as fans you look at it if they start to go backwards and sideways and be a bit laborious with a ball you know they're going to struggle mm. against the West Ham side in the London Stadium with them all up for it and it being their cup final, whatever it might be, if we start off like a train and then yeah. go one and up, maybe two and up within 15 minutes, like we did in September, I think we'll beat them. But, but they do raise their game against us, they don't do. they, Rick? They've got good, good players as well. That's, that Anderson's a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. There's a lot of good players there. It's going to be a really interesting game. Do you know what's very hard in terms of trying to preview this is that we don't know what kind of squad we've got for this one, Aaron. We don't know after the international break what we're left with, who's going to come back, who's ready for the game. It's going to be intriguing, but I tell you what, we do need to get some bodies back. It has come at a good time since international break, and I love watching Tottenham play, but if you said to me, pick a weekend where you'd want it, it's probably the week you'd want it. That, that is true, and I think that, you know, I know they're injured, so we always talk about rushing players back, or not necessarily rushing them back, but expecting too much when they do come back from long-term injuries, like the, the Mellers and, the, and, the, and uh, the Winks and all that sort of stuff that we talked about before. I think, for, for me, if we can get players back and they've almost had a rest, didn't they? Uh, yeah, y- yeah. Yes, they've been injured, but they've had a rest. I mean, I think I think there's a possibility of Deli Alley and also Christian Eriksen potentially coming back. Vertonghen's probably not, but then then you've got that freshness well after international break. I think we could we could have a tear up here, Rick. Yeah. Chaps, we could have a tear up. Chaps, this has been an absolute <laughs> tear up. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Ricky Sachs and Lee McQueen from Last Word on Spurs available uh, via your regular podcast outlet where you want to get it on catch up. Yeah. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Love Sport, 558 AM. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.